buyers who push back or just walk away, the banks who won't fund the deal, the sellers now having to, to finance probably a major portion of the deal. It's, it's just not a, a win situation. It's Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I am your host, Andy Kavanaugh. Joined, I guess I can't say as always because you were on assignment. Because I'm week. not always here. But welcome back, right. Doug Hubler. How was your assignment? Thanks for having me back. The assignment was awesome. Had a little time on assignment in Colorado. Good, good. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting to have you back. Um, first of all, big thank you to Debbie for stepping in. That was uh, awesome. Was fantastic. I enjoyed that uh, podcast. I hope to have her back on soon. Just a little peek behind the curtain. Debbie and I had to do that remote based on Debbie's work situation. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that was over the phone. So we have not been in the podcast studio for a couple of weeks. And right. I have noticed as I was coming back into the podcast studio that uh, apparently we're sharing this with the mailroom. <laughs> I can't believe somebody was using this space for their own needs. Well, and the funny thing is, is that uh, we are looking at, what do you got? About five boxes of a buyer search. Right mailings that are, are getting ready to go out. Yeah, so it's a good Debbie thousand had, letters or so. Yeah, as yeah. Debbie had mentioned, you know, we're going to send about a thousand, 1,500 letters out. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you know it? Somebody was in here signing letters. There's some. Yeah. Our topic for today, we figured we'd ease you back in. Thanks. Fun topic. I'm a little you know, fuzzy still. Nothing, uh, nothing real, real grainy here. <laughs> um, this is an episode I've been wanting to do for quite some time. And it is addbacks. So just to level set, what are a discretionary expense is what? Yeah, so a discretionary expense would be something that a buyer wouldn't necessarily have on their expected expenses. So it could be something that's maybe cell phones, cars, mileage, might be a family member that's working in the business that isn't really needed. That's what we want to make sure that we've got a handle on all those addbacks so that we get a true picture of the potential profitability of the business. Owners of small businesses will sometimes do is they will get creative mm -hmm. with their bookkeeping as right. far as the things that they will add. They're asking for an addback because they're saying, the this is not really an expense that is necessary to run the business. And I know that we kind of wanted to go back and forth here a little bit with mm -hmm. the, uh, with some examples. So yeah. if you don't mind, I will, uh, in this tennis match, I will serve first. Okay. And uh, right. I am going to lob up a travel and entertainment expense that is gambling, casino. Huh. Okay. So we had That's a, a new uh, one. had a seller that apparently was not very good at the casinos. <laughs> uh, he had about $15,000 that he was wanting to add back on uh, On gambling, gambling losses. Mm -hmm. gambling. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he won, but he just didn't show those. Yeah. You know, I, in full disclosure, that wasn't my listing. Oh, okay. Of course You're not, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> those some, are things we discuss a little bit yeah. when, they, when they're presented to us. Yeah. yeah. We have standard things that we, we have on our sheet. Mm-hmm. And when the brokers start putting parentheses out there and they start filling up the uh, uh, the, the blank lines. Lots of asterisks. Yeah. yeah. So travel and entertainment, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a favorite of mine. What? Uh, That's new. What, what do you That's got? new. Okay, can I just say, first of all, the reason that everybody's op- open to this and sharing, we, we are not with the IRS. We do not share this information. We do need to know what it is so that we can talk to our buyers about it. We've got a couple of examples. And one that we run across quite a bit is somebody who may have a second business or a third business, and then their expenses may get crossed over into the one that we're trying to sell. So in this particular example, we have an owner who had a rental business, so he had several homes, and in that he would write off any repairs, maintenance, other costs maybe that would have gone into a real estate firm, but then are written off in his company that we're trying to sell. So he is, he's put out probably about three quarters of the cash flow is in ad backs, which is big. I mean, that's that's a huge number. So I, I know I promised you a non-brainy episode today, mm-hmm. but when you see something like that, what do we generally perceive that the buyer, the buyers are going to see? You know, when, when we're talking to the seller about these issues, we're definitely going to be saying, okay, you're not going to get full value for this. Clearly, there are too many things that are getting in the way. In, in one aspect, just straight up, when a buyer's looking at these and saying, geez, they've written off hundreds of thousands in personal expenses, let's say, you, you may get buyers who say, I don't even really want to work with that seller. I'm right off not going to be trusting the information they're giving us. So that's one thing. And then we, we've got bank financing is an issue. So the bank may not be able to finance much of that deal. So a buyer's going to have to come up with more down payment, and a seller's probably going to have to finance it. And so we, we let the seller know that based on what you've done, we might be able to get you a full, the full multiples on it, but you may have to finance a pretty good percentage of the deal. Yeah, I know that in a couple businesses that I've evaluated you would see a certain amount of ad backs or you'd start seeing it and it at some point you just move on because mm-hmm. it becomes too difficult to tie them back together right like yeah. okay look i'm sure this guy knows where all the bodies are hidden right right but to your point i don't know that first of all i don't know that i'm going to trust it secondly i don't know if i want to go through the effort mm-hmm of having to go through their books or getting right. some place for them to prove it or yeah you know, paying for an audit or a quality of earnings report or whatever it is that I'm going to have to do. Yeah. I think that a lot of times people will just move on. Mm-hmm. Because sure. they'll get into that and they'll be like, oh, right. they'll just throw their hands up. Yeah. And like, well, there's too much. I, I don't want to tie this back to P&L here and tax return. Here. How am I going to verify it? It can be very difficult, especially for an individual buyer. And if you're dealing with a, a larger company, like you mentioned, quality of earnings report, you know, you start to run into some heavy expenses going through due diligence so that you're right. They probably would just walk away from it. There's one here where the owners, and and they understand what they did was going to impact the sale price, but they did some major remodeling on their home, on their personal home, and knew when they were doing it that when it came around to selling their business that, that was gonna, they were going to take a hit. At least they were reasonable in their expectations, you know, weren't dreaming about getting it both on both sides, mm-hmm. not paying taxes and getting full value. Whether people walk away, I know they're certainly discounting it. 
if they're not just saying, you know what, I'm just not, just not give interested. You yeah, I'm just not going to give you credit for it. You know, yeah. if you you put the Lamborghini on here, mm-hmm. you know what, huh. your your payment is, uh, I, I don't care. Right. So they discount their offering price. Sure. To remove that and say, yeah, you know what, cost. Yeah. Of doing, you know, it's part of your operating cost. Right. Yeah. That. Is it my turn or are you? Oh, I keep throwing out examples, right? So why don't you go? I'm going to give give you one. I think I have told this story. I don't know if I've told it on this podcast before, but well within my first week on the job, I don't know if it was my first day, but I was handed a lead from you for... You're welcome. uh, Thank you. (laughs) I'm I'm getting tons of mileage out of this. (laughs) (laughs) I called the the guy and built rapport, great, Mm -hmm. you know, great conversation, really enjoyed talking to him. Right. And, you know, got it to the point where, hey, we're going to do a cash flow sheet and we're working together through this. And this guy, I got down to his security expenses and I was like, what are you spending like? between thirty and $45,000 a year on security. Like I, his business did not, it wasn't a gun it, business. Okay. It, it wasn't. Didn't like, need that much it, security. It wasn't an armored car business <laughs> or anything like that that was going to require this massive amount of uh, uh. security. And he's like, well, I'm going to get real emotional. Those are vet visits for my dog. And they just couldn't cure that leukemia. And so I ended up having to put him down and I just couldn't get another, I couldn't pull myself to get another dog. So I just went out and bought myself a bunch of guns, and that's me going to the gun range and buying guns. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how much? And the the vet visits, like, I want to say this guy probably spent fifty grand trying oh to save the gosh. dog. Wow. I have since continued the conversation with him. We do not have a listing with him because one of the things that I suggested that he do is stop doing things like this. Right. Right. This guy also put a uh, a voluntary surgery for his wife. Okay. Okay. Under building enhancements. Okay. Use your imagination. <laughs> That's to on the enhancements. On the enhancements. And our conversation was like, you got to stop doing this. Like to to your oh point. Oh my gosh. He was probably cash flowing after we did all the ad backs. I want to say he was cash flowing maybe two seventy five three hundred mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. And he was showing on his taxes like. And I was like, you know, to to hammer home the point you were making, I said, look, a bank is probably going to look at this and lend 200 grand on it. You're going to want like seven. Yeah. There's a huge gap there. So are you going to finance the 500? Not a lot of buyers walking through the store going, hey, I've got $600,000 that I want to put down right, yeah. and go get a $100,000 loan from a bank to cover this. Like The other thing I also told him is that you're saving yourself 30 cents on the dollar with your taxes, right? but you're costing yourself $3, costing $3 lots. per dollar right. that when you go to sell. Yeah. So you know, figure out if mm-hmm. you're okay yeah. for a few years anyway right. paying right. these taxes. Yeah, yeah if they do you. it for, for years and years, okay, and I guess it... It might pay off, but I'm not in that world of living with that risk, I guess, of an audit either. But we have we have tons of examples. The home improvement, we've had people with their kids as models for their for their business. I was gonna use to, that one, but Oh you were? I'm that's sorry. Okay. That's all right. I'm sorry. You know, but I'm happy that I gave you that first lead. <laughs> you got a lot of experience from that. I did. You know? I did. So I, 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 
got a lot of mileage I'm, out of it? Yes. So talk to me about the model as a kid. What was the justification of using kids for the model? For branding? For, you know, like their two-year-old to, to model? I never actually saw pictures of this kid on any advertising or anything. So I, I really don't know. I'm a little they, frustrated. I didn't got, think got, of that because yeah. like when I had my when I had my business, we would sponsor a triathlon and we would sell shirts and donate the proceeds to the to the race. Mm-hmm. And the first few years, myself, my wife and my daughter would model the shirts. Not one of us were paid. Oh, my gosh. And we didn't even take it as a write-off for modeling fees. Oh, see, you learn a lot in this business. You know, I need to turn back the, I need to turn back right. the clock for more reasons right. than one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and I think when, when you, I've got a couple of sheets here in front of me. You know, part of the thing you get, you get turned off right away when you talk about the buyers looking at these things. And if you've got 10 to 12 lines of individual ad backs, then it, it becomes, you just kind of your eyes glaze over and go, this is just doesn't make sense. To how am I going to present this? How are you going to verify it? We're usually going to tell the seller is, I don't want to see all these ad backs. We're going to take a hit on the price. We can't, I can't show 500 here, 900 there. Yeah. You know, three hundred and fifty dollars for this expense. At most, I'll maybe I'll lump a few together if it's travel and living and gas or whatever, and just make it a okay two thousand dollar ad back. I, I don't want to see a bunch of different ad backs, and and so we we need to be careful. We we want to sell the business. We want to get the most value we can for the business, obviously, but it needs to be reasonable. And we've talked about the downside with all these ad backs, whether it's the buyers who push back or just walk away, the banks who won't fund the deal, the sellers now having to, to finance probably a major portion of the deal. It's it's just not a, a win situation. And so you talked about talking to these people ahead of time and planning planning ahead. This is a great example of what we want to do. Well, and to that point, my last example that I have is it's not even, it's not an ad back per se. It is people that own their real estate, but do not charge themselves rent. Mm, yeah. So that actually comes as an, I guess, what would be a negative ad back. It's, yeah. It's a right. Right. Word. It's going to be a charge <laughs> and so, against cash flow. You know, let's yeah. say that the person is would charge two thousand dollars a month that's twenty four thousand dollars that comes off of their their seller's discretionary earnings and then, mm-hmm. you know if you're making 150 200 dollars and we s- suddenly start stripping out 25 grand here 30 grand here you're talking about you know moving from a s- potentially six hundred thousand dollar business down into you know maybe three to four mm-hmm. significant hit that a lot of business owners, they don't realize it. And the mentality of a lot of these people that are doing this, it's, well, it's my money anyway. Right. So right. I own the real estate. I own the business. Why would I write myself a check from the business mm-hmm. to the real estate, not knowing that when you go to sell that it's going to be evaluated with the new owner has to incur an expense that you are not? Those are you know some of the things that you know we've talked about cautionary tales and mm-hmm. you know maybe being real careful about the, the expenses that you put in, but right, also being right. careful about the expenses that you don't put in yeah. can can be just right. as damaging. Right. So last little thing for me to bring up. So I'm working, this is a fresh deal. 
talked to a potential seller a few weeks ago. He told me that he's he's ready to sell, a lot of stress, a lot of travel, and he's making a good living. And actually, his wife doesn't want him to sell because they're doing so well. So I did get their tax returns today. Last four years of tax returns, or three years, and then current financials. There is no profit on their business. I've got to figure out my, you know, I'm like, okay, where's the beef? Where, yeah. where is it? Now I've got to go through and figure out, is this going to make sense at all to sell? Well, you know, this was fun. I think that probably could go for, for days on ad back. If you have a business that doesn't have a lot of ad backs, we want to talk to you. <laughs> Yet again, we are selling what we're listing. You know, we're, we're kind of on a hot streak, I think, right now. And uh, we're going to keep that momentum rolling because I think that we, we have found that magic formula of good businesses. You know, a few ad backs, but not a lot. Normal. Nothing crazy. Right. If you have a business like that, we want to talk to you. If you have a ton of ad backs, we'd also like to talk to you. I mean... About planning for the future. About planning for the future. You may end up as podcast fodder, but either way, we'll talk <laughs> no to you. No names will be mentioned. No names are mentioned. Go to kcapex.com. That's where you're going to find everything you need to know about buying or selling a business. We're going to have our current listings out there, podcast blogs, and of course, how to get in contact with the, the team, including Wally Pip and myself. Uh, glad you did not get Wally Pip. Debbie did such a great job, but she told me that she was looking forward to you being back. She did not want to do this. Thank you. I'm I'm glad I got back out here. All right. Well, until next week, if you are looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam. 